Well, it's the 14th day of January, year of our Lord, 2021. We're at John, the Gospel of John, the spiritual gospel, chapter 1, verses 43 to 51 in the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible. In a devotional for today, Con Café, called How Did You Know Me? It starts with verse 43. So hear now the word of God for us. The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, we have found him about whom Moses and the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus, son of Joseph from Nazareth. Nathanael said to him, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, come and see. When Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him, he said of him, Here is truly an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael asked him, Where did you get to know me? Jesus answered, I saw you under the fig tree before Philip called you. Nathanael replied, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus answered, Do you believe because I told you I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Very truly I tell you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. This is the word of God for the people of God, and we say thanks be to God. Well, a blessed and joyous Thursday be yours, Concafe family. And may you bless the kingdom of God today with all who need to see and hear a positive word from those who know and love the Lord. That's my prayer for you, dear friend. Hear that again. May you be a blessing to the kingdom of God. A lot of times we say, God, bless me, Lord, give me this, give me that, bless me in this way. No, today we ask that you bless the kingdom of God with those people who need to see and hear a positive word from those like you and me who know the Lord and love the Lord. Can you do that? That's my prayer for you, dear friend. We continue our prayers for the world, our nation, our communities, our neighbors, and those who are, who are sick, those who are in prison, those who are hungry, those who are thirsty, those who need clothing, those who need our assistance, those who need us to just look at them, not hide our eyes and pretend they're not there. See them, show them that they matter to us. And our prayers continue for one another and for ourselves. Quick update on our pastor, Dr. Matt Pennington, who's a little better today. And you can only imagine, I told him, we will take that. We don't want him to go the other way. We want him to continue to improve and to heal. And we say the same for you, dear friends, if you are suffering. And for those you know that are suffering or ill with the virus or whatever it is, that God would be with you. Well, this goes probably a little more with one of the devotionals this week, but in the summer of 1972, on Bourbon Street, yes, I'm confessing, on Bourbon Street, I was 19 years old, in the French Quarter, New Orleans, I was in our family car riding shotgun. My mother was in the middle seat, dad was driving, my two brothers and two sisters were in the back, windows were open as we had no air conditioning, and I'm sitting with the window rolled down, my elbow, of course, uh, hanging out the window, and I hear my first name yelled. My mother joked that they were calling me. Sure, I said, I've never been to Louisiana, first time in this place, and someone knows me. Then the same voice yelled my last name. Yikes, they are calling me. 
I bent down a little to look at the side view mirror and I saw a classmate from my college running as fast as he could to catch us. <laughs> Dad pulled over, stopped the car. I got out of the car, had a nice hug and a nice visit with a friend who was from Louisiana. He and I were classmates at the world famous Lon Morris College of Jacksonville, Texas. And it was nice to be known. It was nice to see a friend, to catch up, even though we had just seen each other a couple of weeks before, but always good to see people that know you. And you know, it's better when one is known not just by our name, but by who we truly are, as was the case with Nathaniel in the passage I just read. Jesus was in Galilee. There he sees and calls Philip to join him. He says, follow me. Philip accepts and joins the merry band of disciples. What's interesting is that he feels the need right away. He feels the need to go and tell his brother Nathaniel about Jesus. Such was the impression and the impact that Jesus had on this man in that short amount of time. He goes to tell his brother, we have found him about whom Moses and the law and also the prophets wrote and says his name, Jesus, son of Joseph from Nazareth. Nate, I'm shortening it a bit, Nathaniel, then questions the hometown of Jesus. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? That's kind of a put down, you know, Nazareth was not known. It was kind of a backwater town, kind of a hick town, kind of a town not known for celebrities or well-known personalities that had come out of that place. And isn't that just like God to operate in those places nobody else would think? But Philip simply says, just come check him out. And the one who gets checked out is Nate himself. Listen to what Jesus sees or says as he's coming from out under a fig tree. Here is truly an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. Look at that sentence again. He knows him to be an Israelite, a faithful member of that nation formed by God in the wilderness and through the years of teaching and preaching and studying the law. Here is an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. Hmm. Anybody know you like that? These are the people that don't buy what others may say about you. They know the real you. And they'll stand by you and they'll stand up for you and they'll speak on your behalf. To hear this prophet say about you that you are an honest, straightforward person, that is quite something. So naturally, he has to ask the Lord, where did you get to know me? He might have expected a long story, for this was, after all, someone written about by Moses and the prophets. If he is indeed the anointed one, the Messiah, he must know a lot, and he must know a lot about us, and, and we want to know exactly what does Jesus know about me. That's what Nate was thinking. And what does Jesus say? I saw you under the fig tree before Philip called you. That's all he said. I saw you under the fig tree before Philip called you. Nate's response makes you think that Jesus knew what he was thinking about while he was under that fig tree, even before his brother called him, because his response is amazing. He says, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. Jesus asked, do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? And then Jesus promises that Nate will see even greater things.
much like Jacob saw, the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. Think back to when you first had your encounter with Jesus. And if you are one who has responded to Jesus' call to serve him in whatever way it is, you have seen greater things than that initial call. That's true in my case. I have truly seen things that I will never be able to explain, but I look forward to whatever explanation Jesus may give me when I get to heaven. I look forward to thanking God for the miracles that I saw, the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man and upon people that were sick and upon people who were in prison and oh, just gets to me. But hear this, dear friend. Jesus knows you by name. Think about that. Jesus knows you by name. But more importantly, Jesus knows the real you. Jesus knows you deep in your heart. Jesus knows your potential. And Jesus is on your side. Now, before I proceed, ask yourself this. Am I living up to being on Jesus' side? And am I living up to the potential that Jesus has placed in me? Because Nathaniel could have stayed the rest of that day and maybe many more days under that fig tree. And so can we. We can stay under the fig tree, as it were, or we can come out into the sun where Jesus will meet us, invite us, and prepare us, and send us to serve him and his people. It's your choice. And how much better will it be for you and for the kingdom of God for us to quit hiding under the protective shade of that fig tree where we think we're comfortable, where we think we're not known, where we think that we maybe don't matter to anyone else. Come out from that shade and get into the sun. S-O-N. And what he knows and what he can offer to you and use in you to reach others to get you to get them out from whatever fig tree they're hiding in or under. Wow. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, speak to us who sometimes love staying in the shade of the fig trees that comfort us and hide us. <laughs> Let us come out boldly toward where you who know us and loves us is calling us. And wherever it is that you may send us, send us and use us and be glorified in us. Let us boldly and without reservation or fear serve you in all places that we may truly radiate love to those who do not yet know love. And it's in his name that we pray. Amen. Dear friend, have a great and blessed day in the Lord. And here's your assignment. Tell others that God knows you and that God knows them. And do it in a loving, inviting, contagious way. Thank you for joining us. I pray you receive my blessings of peace and love. I'm Pastor Edadi Valverde. May the Lord bless you and keep you, but not only keep you, use you wondrous and miraculous ways. The world needs you like never before, dear friend. Amen.